0: recognized customer experience expert Jeannie Walters invites you to join her on her mission to create fewer ruined days for customers. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Crack the Customer Code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here today solo as my partner Adam Tkorek is off doing other things, as we do every so often. People don't believe it, but it's true. (laughs) Today, I wanted to jump in and talk about Silos. Now, we use this word a lot in customer experience. We talk about silos as the mortal enemy of great customer experiences. And while I really believe that to be true, I wanted to make a case for how we talk about this but don't necessarily do the right things around this. So I hope that you walk away today thinking about how you can help be a silo buster, how you can knock these things down to make sure that everybody has all the information they need within your organization in order to serve the customer better. So one of the things that I think we need to discuss is the definition of a silo. We talk about how in our organizations, a lot of times silos are really code for departments. And what I mean by that is You've probably heard me say this before, but a lot of times our customer journeys are actually designed around our internal organizational charts, how our organization is set up, which is, uh, can I say dumb? Is that okay? I'm going to say that's kind of dumb, but it's how it's been done forever because we had the power to do that. When we could control the linear process that customers were going through, it made sense to say to them, hey, customer. You are now going to move from marketing to sales, and once we woo you and sell you something, we're then going to move you over to account management, and that's because that's how we're set up. But now customers are kind of scratching their head saying, this does not work for me. You have to do what I want to do. And so it makes that so much harder. So a lot of times when we talk about silos, we're talking about internal departments, Sometimes we call these fiefdoms because everybody wants their piece of the land. And I I don't know if you guys have ever witnessed this, but I've seen a lot of tug of war over resources and prestige and, uh, you know, people in the organization between like sales and marketing or even um, innovation teams often have to struggle to get people onto their team so they're they have to really make a case and kind of work in an island they have to they have to say to everybody like don't worry about us don't pay attention to what's behind the curtain here and what happens then is that if that if they're working totally isolated it's really hard for them to then bring that innovation back to the rest of the organization and say look we figured this out we're doing this for our customers And everybody feels disconnected from it, and they feel like it doesn't have anything to do with them, because in their department, they were just talking about that same thing, and they came up with a different solution. So who's right? So silos can be defined as departments or fiefdoms, and I think that's where we kind of go to in our brains when we talk about that with customer experience, and that is absolutely an issue. And I want you to look around at your org chart, at your customer journey, and I want you to think... Where are we doing that to our customers? Where are we forcing them into our org chart instead of their journey? And then look for ways to bust those silos by saying, hey, innovation team or marketing team or whoever it is, we're working on some similar issues. So how about we work together on this stuff? How about we make sure that we share information and that we don't get ourselves into a situation where we don't have the right information to serve our customers better. And so that's why I think we need to look at this in that way and be those silo busters, okay? So that's one way. Another way I want you to consider silos, the data itself right now, customer data is becoming so... um, prevalent. (laughs) And, yeah, what does that really mean? Well, what that means is we have all these different kind of data warehouses, data systems, data platforms, whatever you want to call them. And they live in different places. So we have, for instance, marketing platforms that have a whole bunch of information about our customers. But who deals with that? Well, marketing deals with that data. So we send things out to prospects that say, hello, Ms. Jeannie Walters. When actually I've been a customer for a long time, and it says, we are offering this to new customers. That's how that happens when your data is in silos. The other thing that can happen is the information then is handled differently. So you might have a marketing platform that has a lot of customer data. Then you might have a CRM system, a customer relationship management system that has a whole bunch of customer data. And then you might have a separate invoicing system or a payment system that has all sorts of different information about the customer. And what happens is one of those asks you to direct the customer as Ms. Jeannie Walters. The other one says it's Jeannie Walters, and the other one just says, you know, Jeannie Walter without an S because somebody typed it in wrong. So as a customer, I'm getting information very inconsistently that makes it look like you don't care about me, really. It makes it look like you don't care about the details to get my name right or to say it the, right, the same way across all of these systems. Even though, gosh, I swear I entered something once that said, no, just call me Jeannie. Maybe I did that on the marketing platform and that information never made it to the rest of your data. That's another way we silo things and we cause problems for our customers. So the answer there is data integration, which sounds so elegant and simple, but you know what? That is the challenge, I think, of the next big movement in customer experience. If you are a customer experience professional, data integration is your next big challenge because I am seeing this over and over and over, especially if you have large organizations and especially if you have large organizations that have been around for a while. So there are all these legacy systems that were allowed to kind of live on their own. And now we're saying, wait a minute, we need to recognize the customer where they are. So another challenge with this, folks, is that we don't necessarily know when our customer Jeannie Walters is actually married to Mike Walters. And so we don't know that. So then we're sending two postcards to the same house saying the same thing as if they're not both customers of our organization under the same policy even. So making sure that we get those details right, that we understand the data That is so important, and yet we're not talking about it in the big ways that we need to right now. So I encourage you to ask yourself, when you see that customer data in your system, the one you've been asked to use, are you really seeing everything about the customer? And if not, who can you ask? How can you start rattling the chains to say, you know what? I think we need to do better on behalf of our customers. I think that we need to make sure that we have a centralized place for this data. That is no small undertaking. That is no small undertaking. So I know that every single person who's in any form of IT or data warehousing or anything is cringing as I'm saying these things, because I understand and appreciate what a big job this is. But the question is, is it too big of a job to serve our customers for the long term, Because once we get this data question right, then that allows us to look way beyond the next marketing campaign, to look way beyond the one customer journey map that we have, to look way beyond how we're meeting them where they are today, and actually look at how can we meet them where they are tomorrow. These are the really important things around silos, around integration that we need to start tackling right now. So if you're not doing this in your organization, I encourage you to start asking questions. Be the squeaky wheel. Because if your organization doesn't get this right, guess what? Your competitor will. Because all of these disruptors coming up, they actually do this from the jump. So they don't have to go back and fix their legacy systems. They can think about this in holistic and centralized ways. So we have to do this on behalf of our customers, and also on behalf of our organizations. So I encourage you to think about silos today, but not in the way that we kind of throw around the term. Think about how can you, as an individual at your organization, start asking those questions, start with that outreach to different departments, start with that understanding of your data in a holistic way. How can you make a difference on behalf of your customers? I know you can do this. So if you're thinking, I can't do this, think now. Well, Jeannie thinks I can. So go out there and do it, okay? So thank you so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code. By the way, here's a review we love from Jamie. Adam and Jeannie crack up as they crack the code about customers. Love the energy and all the wonderful guests on the show. Subscribe, definitely. And to Jamie, I say, thank you very much. And to all of you, I say, we love your ratings and reviews. So please keep them coming on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, and maybe we'll share your review on the show. I so appreciate you spending your valuable time with us. And today I want you to go out and tackle those silos and know that I'm behind you. I'm Jeannie Walters. You can find me on LinkedIn and LinkedIn Learning or just visit our site at experienceinvestigators.com. And don't forget to check out Adam Taborik, my partner here at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of your customers.